Welcome to 100 Proof, the podcast that empowers six and seven figure business owners and CEOs to reinvent their relationship with drinking and rediscover their happier, healthier, wealthier selves. I'm your host, Nicole Prentice. Let's dive in. Hi, guys, and thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast episode. And today, we're focusing on how to create better relationships. Now, I'm sure this is a topic many of us are interested in. And I knew when I stopped drinking, one of the things I wanted to focus on was having better relationships, having more depth and joy in my connections and truly focusing on being in those relationships and finding fulfillment in them. So what I'm going to share with you today is the monthly practice James and I use, James is my fiance, to help us to build a deeper relationship, a better connection, and also to grow together as individuals and as a couple. So before we dive into this monthly practice that's absolutely going to change your life and your relationships, I want to talk about why this is so important. Now, when we stop drinking, it can be very clear how we use drinking to belong and to fit. That was one of the reasons why I kept drinking um, after periods of time when I knew that alcohol was not benefiting me because I wanted so badly to fit and to belong within the culture that normalizes drinking as a way to have fun and socialize. So when you stop drinking, it can feel like there is a bit of a divide. And at first, I want you to know that that's okay. And actually, that divide and feeling separate from culture is actually necessary. Because the truth is, if you're falling into patterns that are not benefiting you, this could be in any area of your life, you have to separate yourself from those patterns in order to create a shift in your life. Now, when I was drinking, I was only drinking on the weekends, maybe a Thursday night, um, but mainly Friday and Saturday when I was out at bars with my friends and family members. And when I stopped drinking, it's it was kind of like a culture shock. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like what do I do for fun now, right? Everything had to change in my social life and stuff like that. And what I realized is I felt very distant. Um, at that time, James and I, my now fiance, we were dating and I had a couple of close friends, but I realized that my relationships, it felt like there was some space in between them. So when you first stop drinking, it's really important to give yourself that space to focus on what you need. Because if you have fallen into an unhealthy pattern of using alcohol to cope or numb or suppress emotions, it's important to spend that time when you first stop drinking to focus on your healing and to focus on healthy ways that you can release these suppressed emotions so you're no longer using drinking or other numbing behaviors to cope and numb. So when you're in that part of your journey, the healing journey, Feeling separate is actually a good thing because you can focus on yourself and give yourself the space that you need to heal, but also to gain gain clarity of the patterns that you're falling into that were not benefiting you and understanding why you're falling into them so you can do something different. So after you spend the time healing and getting gaining clarity on those patterns and starting to get out of them, you'll start to feel like you have more energy and you'll start to realize like, okay, 
I'm ready for deeper connections in my life. This is the pattern that I went through and what I saw in my journey. And I witnessed this in almost every single one of my clients' journeys. So when you're doing this for your relationships, it's an incredible opportunity to actually build more depth and connections in all of your relationships. And I thought drinking was something that (laughs) brought me closer to my friends and my fiance and my family. And I realized that it is all surface level because when you take away the drinking for some relationships, for some friendships that I now know we're not in alignment any longer, there was like nothing to talk about. We had nothing in common. I'm like, do I even like this person? And it's not that they're a bad person, but when we took away drinking, we didn't have much in common. So Building belonging and building relationships based on who someone is, not just the fact that they can drink because let's face it, anyone can drink, but actually figuring out who they are, the shared values that you have in common, that is what a relationship is based on. And that's how you find fulfilling relationships. And that's really important. Now, I'm not saying people who drink are bad, not at all. Out of my close friends and family, And my fiance, I'm the only one who's completely sober. And I love my family, my friends, and my fiance. And what we've done is we've learned how to build our relationship based on our values and what's important to us and our interests. And that doesn't include alcohol. So the tip I'm going to share with you today, how to build deeper connections, this is created by Ben Muir. I think I'm saying this correctly. It's M-E-E-R. And James actually sent me this over Instagram. He found a post that shared something called Life Dinner. And Life Dinner is all about growing together as a couple emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Now you can do this with, I'm doing it with my fiance. You can do it with a friend. Really, you can do this with any relationship in your life. And what it is, is on a monthly basis, getting together and I journal beforehand because I love to journal, but journaling and reflecting with the other person based on three categories. Now, what I'll do is below this podcast is in the note section, I will type out each section and different journaling prompts below. Now I have customized these a bit to what resonates with me. So feel free to do what works for you and leave the rest. So the first section that you want to focus on is your personal reflection on the last month for yourself. So your personal reflection. So what you want to do with this is over the last month, look at like, okay, what could I have done better? What am I proud of? What's causing me anxiety or stress? What am I worried about for the future? And what am I excited about for the future? So those are the questions under the personal reflections for last month. And again, you can elaborate, you can come up with more questions, but it's really important here to take accountability for the life that you are creating. Because when you're in a relationship, it's really important that I believe as individuals, you are still growing. So this section of the life dinner can help you to honestly look back on the last month and reflect on like, okay, this went well, this didn't, what changes do I want to make? And as you're growing as an individual, this can help you grow as a couple. So that's the first section, your personal reflection on the last month. And the next section is looking at your relationship reflection on the last month. So this one at first, James, (laughs) my fiance and I were like, Oh, okay. This is a bit, it was not challenging at first, but it was kind of like, 
do we say the things that are bothering us? Because that can cause some friction, maybe. So the questions are, I'll read the questions and you'll understand. Uh, The first question is for the relationship reflection on the last month is, what's one little thing we notice about each other that we love? That question I personally enjoy. (laughs) And James does a lot because, and you can reflect on this in your life, how often do we tell those people in our life that we love what we admire about them? I know it for me, it wasn't that often until I started doing this exercise. We might think it and we might hold it in our heart, but being able to share with someone what you admire about them can grow that connection in such profound ways. And it also helps you to feel good because you're sharing something positive to someone you love and care about. And it can also help that person be seen and it can show them how much you actually admire them and find them a value in your life. So that question I absolutely love. So I'd recommend doing that for everyone in your life. Um, So that's the first question. The second one is, are there things we learned about from our relationship? And the third one, how might we want to improve moving forward? So the second and third question, this has been something that has been growing pains for James and I. At first it was like, oh, do we call out the areas in our life where... (laughs) There might be some friction, it might cause anger, maybe some resentment, but we are honest with each other and we set boundaries before going into this thing like, okay, this is a space where we can be open and clear about our communication and whatever we share is in the best interest for our relationship. So it's not about like attacking your partner or blaming them. It's about being truthful with how you are experiencing the relationship and things that you can see changed in a positive and beneficial way. So those that um, section and those last two questions in particular, they help you to practice honest and clear communication, and that is key for any relationship. And the more space that you create, giving yourself the time to discuss this with your partner, the more comfortable that you will get. And the more proactive you'll become at identifying when there are things in your relationship that are not working them and shifting them quicker. Because the faster we can recognize what isn't working in a relationship, the faster you can create a change and actually experience what you desire in a relationship. So that is the second session or section. And the third one is personal goals for the next month. So for this, it's looking at, okay, what do I as an individual want to achieve over the next four weeks? That again is looking at like, okay, what do I want to focus on in my life? What's important to me? And how can I spend my time to create this life and lead this life that will allow me to have the experiences I like and feel the way that I want to feel. So those are the three sections. And again, under this podcast, what I will do is type them out so you can reference them quickly. And James and I do this every month. So it's called our life dinner. We do it on the first or the beginning of the month as a way to reset ourselves. And I've noticed that for the past couple of years, I've been in business for three years and every month I do a business reflection. Every month I sit down, look at my goals, look at my income, look at what programs I'm launching, do client reviews. And I give myself this time to reflect on what's working, what's not, and to create shifts. And before I heard about life dinner, I didn't do that in my relationship. And it's so crazy to think about how relationships are pillar for in our life and how we're able to experience our time. But yet, 
a majority of us, I know I didn't before this, we don't spend the time to actually reflect on our relationship, relationships in general, and to create the changes that we need in our life. And this exercise, doing this life dinner, can help you to grow as individuals and as a couple, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And doing this will help bring you closer to experiencing what you want in your life and continuing to grow as a couple. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast video about life dinner, and I encourage you to grab your partner, grab a friend, or any relationship in your life which you value, and try out life dinner and let me know how it goes. Thank you for listening to 100 Proof, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If this episode has been valuable for you, please leave a review below. I'll see you next time.